Hey, and welcome to episode three of Hit The Clock podcast. I am Cheryl, your host. In this episode, I sit down with Emerson, an anonymous ex-swinger. Emerson gives us some unique insight into the often shrouded world of swinging from the perspective of a black man. We talk about what goes down at these parties, how to navigate various situations, and of course, how he got into swinging in the first place. It's definitely a juicy conversation with a few laughs here and there, but we also cover more serious topics like why he chose to leave the scene and the importance of communication when in relationships. As always, I really hope you enjoy this episode. And of course, if you want to reach out with any feedback or you just want to comment, holler at me via the socials. I'm on at Cheryl's World everywhere. Okay, let's tuck in. I really want to say thank you, Emerson, for joining me today because this is a topic that I I think is needed. We need to discuss this. I think as Black people, we still have a long way to go in terms of accepting differences sexually, what some do, what some don't, what some people enjoy and what others don't. I'm talking about swinging, okay? But before we get into that, I just have to just quickly disclaim that I do sound like I've got tissue stuffed in my nose. But it's only because I've got a cold. So it's not anything until I just just feel like I have to say that, Emerson, because like, you know, when you can hear yourself in your own ears Mm -hmm. and it's just like, really? Why do you sound like you're underwater? But yeah, it's just like little, little snip. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your (laughs) word. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Like, like someone tapped me in my face. I was like, listen, don't. Even that, I sound like I smoke 20 a day and I don't even smoke. But anyway, all right. So Emerson, thank you so much for joining me today. Obviously you're black. Mm-hmm. And you're a, no, you swang. You oh, no longer yeah. swing. Nah, swang. Nah, swang. We can call you a swanger. Nah, swanger, as or opposed ex, to a swinger. <laughs> an ex swinger, yeah, an ex swinger. Yeah. So, thank you so much for. No, uh, thank you, know. thank you for having me on the platform today. I feel honoured and privileged that you want to have me on here and really tell my story and like, oh. people to sort of learn. Yes, knowledge. That's it. Faith, you know. It's understanding. Okay, so you were a swinger. You're an ex-swinger. So you have a full understanding of what it's all about, how it goes down, and sort of maybe some people's motives and stuff. Just for people that might not be completely clear on what Mm -hmm. swinging is, just can you give us kind of like an overview? Yeah, so my my experiences and my understanding, swingers was always like a, a a safe space for couples to come and engage with other couples or individuals on in a sexual nature but it was controlled and yeah basically why swap or fulfill certain sexual um, um, activities that they might not say do at home just their partner but with other people mm-hmm. okay so I, I think it's important we establish that swinging is something that happens worldwide it's yeah, massive yeah, yeah. it's huge it's big business a lot of people are into it for a number of different reasons we hear a lot of kind of myths about what swinging involves the whole mm-hmm keys and the goldfish bowl the whole business cards and stuff like that tell us does it really go down like that yes it does it does but again this is a business as well Mm. so every party got a a brand attached to it does things differently Mm -hmm. so for example there's a notorious one near Heathrow and they have the fishbowl there okay contrast there's one which is specifically for black men where there's no sort of fishbowl but the emphasis is on black men oh right so yeah I also realized 
world like you've got high class ones as well mm-hmm. in the city where it's like a masquerade and people are paying big like 300 400 500 up to a grand to go to these parties so oh. it's a it's, a, it, it, it's it, yeah big business and it varies across across the way i feel like people are more open to indulging in their kind of uh you know just really embracing their sexuality and, and experimenting more i think that's why there's such a massive boom because people are, are happy it's almost like generally i mean outside obviously i know i mentioned with black people we generally we still have a lot of issues around things mm-hmm. that are still seen as taboo but on the whole people in general are more open sexually i think i think because we live in a, in a world where everything's accessible online you know nothing's sacred anymore like porn shows but, everything you you touched on a great point there and i think it depends where you are in the world mm. so for example you come from a country that's like heavily censored so let's take north korea for example mm. to come say somewhere like england or london because let's not lie about it london is different to the rest of the country very different yeah you come to somewhere to london which is metropolitan multicultural mm. anything kind of go you feel like raw i've just opened the pandora's box to so many different possibilities so i never think fi- remember borat did a film was it borat the film because when you say borat i think of sasha baron cohen yeah 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 so, he's, actual- yeah, yeah. so his character borat okay went to a swingers party and it was the most hilarious thing but it was quite interesting because mm. at this party it was all white people you see what right. i'm saying like there wasn't other ethnicities but parties I've been to, particularly in London or just outside of London, there's been a mixture of people. What would you say is the ratio? Of what? Different ethnicities? Of black, of black people. The, the only reason why I say that is because... Okay, okay. but it, again, it depends on the party that you mm. go to. So, for example, you go to that one near Heathrow, it's like a commuter belt. So you're going to get like... All sorts. No, no, not necessarily all sorts. You're mainly going to get a white crowd there. But then if you have the one that I was telling you about in Hertfordshire, which is where they want specific black men, you're going to see a lot more black people, both men and women there. Okay, I understand. But in your experience, so based on what you've kind of seen, how does the kind of ratio of black people versus other races kind of marry up? Would you say it's like 10%, maybe 15%, just on average? Yeah, it varies on the brand that you're going to. So right. like I said, if you go to that black man's fan club, one you know i'd say half of the people they are going to be black because that's what they what they want but like if you go to like one of them high class ones in the city it's going to be posh upper class white people right again as i said if you go to the one near heathrow it's a commuter belt so you're going to get maybe a lot of white working class or white middle class people Mm -hmm. the the demographic demographics of it all depends on the who's having the party basically and what and what theme is going all right i, I want to talk a little bit about the whole the, the black men only party because yeah, I, yeah. I find that quite interesting because obviously black men are heavily fetishized yes a lot are, of the time stereotypes that come with being black men sometimes is just well it's just wild you know the big dicks stamina this that and the other when we know that it's not always the case you know we know average average sex time is like two to five minutes no matter what your race is do you know what i mean dick size you know if you've got over 10 inches then you're very big and mm. that doesn't matter what race you're from but the stereotypes around black men do exist so that doesn't surprise me that there's there's a, a swingers party specifically geared around black men so the people that attend that were they were they sort of single people or were there a lot of couples or so yeah so with that particular one you had a lot of couples mainly non-black couples okay and you had a lot That's of interesting groups of black men and you had the odd singular black women there as well that particular one black men you pay about what, 50 pounds to nr Mm-hmm. Couples is like 30, single women is about 50, 20 pounds. You see, I find that interesting because, like, you, you're advertising a black man kind of swing, but yet yeah. they're paying the most to get in. Like, yeah, how? But the, 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 the 
they're the ones that's doing the most. They're doing the most, but you want us here. Like, yeah. this is this is promoted purely for... Yeah. So they should be the one that get the lower of course, rate. I don't know. Of, of, of course. In of my course. opinion. But again, but it depends who's running the thing, isn't it? True. So, okay. So walk us through, Emerson. So you arrive at this this swingers do. It's geared towards black men. Do you turn up with any of your boys or are you riding well, solo? I've, I've gone solo and I've gone with one of my bridges before. Okay. And a lot of the time, these venues are huge. Mm-hmm. So the first port of call and it's just like if I go raving I want to scout the place out mm. because if things are popping off I want to know where, you want to know where where I can where can, I can get out of where, where, where. oh okay just... you need exit strategy yeah. right. okay risk assessment and take yeah, yeah, also also in the same token you want to like you want to see the dynamic mm. you don't want to be like a bull in a china shop for you like, I, want, I want that one I want that oh, one it's that it's, the first because yeah. it don't work like that you have you build a rapport you have to build a rapport with people in order to make things happen that i'm saying you see that's another interesting point for people that aren't familiar with the swinging scene what we see on the tv is obviously a very kind of diluted version because obviously it's only normally a scene in a film or a scene in a show or whatever you know you kind of get the idea that you go in yep you've got the whole goldfish bowl you pick your keys whatever you don't build any rapport it's all about sex there's never anything else outside of that and that's it but what you're saying that kind of contradicts that yeah because like for example (laughs) i remember a particular instance where there was a, a white couple that had come from far mm-hmm. and it was a case where the, the wife of the couple was kind of scanning yeah I like that one I oh like wow one. she was cherry picking yeah yeah okay it'd be a case where the husband was like oh okay and then they call you over and then you're talking talking and then next thing you know things is going on isn't it you know what I'm really intrigued I'm really sorry if I'm pressing you just tell me to no, 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 no. so the conversation so like okay so hubby's there with his woman right yeah. he's picked like I, I really want this black guy mm. I like the look of him I want him to have sex with me how does the conversation go does he approach you does she approach no so like I said in it she, she'll give you the signals if she wants to look, look, look. Ah, there's a signal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, they'll look at, it's just like if you see a girl in a club, mm. innit? Like, you'll give eye contact. You'll know. Or you'll know, the body language. Yeah. And then, like I said, you come and you just talk to them normally. Like, oh, how you doing? Like, where you come from? Boom, 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 boom. Certain questions. And then uh-huh. off you go. Okay, off we go. And then do they make it clear what it is that they want you to do? Or do you kind of freestyle? No, no, no. Like, some people can be specific, but mm. some people know. They, we know what we're here for. But I think, but I want to throw another caveat as well. Mm. I think with a lot of people, they just think swingers is just people coming to fuck. But don't get it twisted. There's a lot of people that come to boy, be boyers, mm, and to just watch. to watch. And, and and that is for any swingers party. You always have a few couples that are intrigued, want to see mm. other people sexing, but don't want to get involved. Yes. Because as I said, it's a controlled environment. Ultimately, no means no. Of it's course, when, consent is when, everything. Yeah. So when you dare trying to bypass that consent, that's when problems are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It kind of goes about saying no matter what the setup is, consent is always a thing. Okay, so just back to your situation, yeah. right? So you 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 realize that it's you that she wants, oh, yeah. and you're you're there with your friend. No, no, he's off doing his thing. That's oh, so it's just you. Okay, yeah. So. so that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it could be a thing where me and my brethren might do a thing with with a woman or a couple or. He goes solo, I go solo, and it fuck up at the end of the night on the drive home. Yo, did you do the, do the, do the? Oh, no. And you right. have like the little uh, debrief. Right, ah, see it, mm. see it there. Okay, yeah. so this woman, so you're with this woman. So I'm just trying to understand. We're just trying to build yeah, a yeah. here. So she's made it clear that she wants you. Yeah, you're, you're in agreement. So homeboy, where is the hubby? Is he just he's kind there. of, he he's, he's just, just sat at the side? No, no, no. In this instance, he was there by her side, isn't it? 
I'm conversing with both of them. No, no, no. I mean, when you're about, to, you're engaging now. So you've had the conversation. Oh no! And so, sex so, okay, is occurring. So, okay, so in this instance here, it wasn't just me. There was two other black guys as well. All right. So okay. Three of us and them, and we've gone to uh, a room. Yeah. And basically, the husband had locked the door and had stood by the door, and he's just watched. And... So he's just stood by the door. Yes. Like yes. security. Yeah, and just and locked the door. And just uh-huh. watching as we you entertained, just entertained you gotta do. Yeah. But wow. as I was but I was saying before, it was mad for me because in this instance, yeah, I've busting this woman's face. Oh yeah, yeah. Cleaned up myself, put on my clothes, spudded him, and then cut out of the room. Yeah. Oh my and goodness. Then, and then these days I used to smoke cigarettes, uh, there was like a cattle grid and I'm just there leaning up. Is this what my life is about? Is this what it's come to? Is this what it's come to? And I think this was the first time where I questioned like I get swingers and I don't get swingers. I get it in the sense of obviously if you can't fulfill your woman's sexual needs, you don't want to fuck out on you. Whereas swingers will allow you to fulfill fantasies and allow her to do what she needs to do, like it's in your presence. Mm. But what I can't fathom is if you're my wife and I've said vow to you to a death do us part and so forth, I just feel that whole concept just gets shitted on because I'm allowing you to indulge in some sort of adultery where next man rogering you and i'm just like happy in the corner yeah but emerson when you really check it though i feel like again that probably wouldn't work for me personally but i can understand why for some couples it can work because i suppose it depends where you are at mentally it depends how you are as an individual the the spectrum of sexuality is just crazy so Mm -hmm. there could be a number of reasons why someone might want to indulge in swinging it could just be they want to explore other people we're sexual beings like as humans we're sexual beings so you can feel a a sexual attraction to somebody else but that doesn't necessarily mean you want to be with them that doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily mean you want to break up your relationship or things like that so you want to say something yeah but this is the thing that i know and this is what i'll say to you off camera Mm. with everything in life there that we there has to be a degree of moderation and I remember when I went to that particular party I remember this woman said to me you know this is a lifestyle for people and I said what do you mean like they'll work their nine to five come Saturday this is what they're living they're for and yeah. I'm just thinking if this is your lifestyle something must be missing and this is what I'm saying to you like you've indulged in these fantasies and it's in a controlled environment your hubby's there but then there might be a case where you're like Mm, I like the taste of this apple, but I don't want my husband to be around when I'm having this apple. Mm. And then I just feel like if you're not, if you ain't got it under control, you could be stepping out. So next thing you know, you're lying to your partner. Yeah, I'm going out for a night with the girls. But two twos now, you're at one of these two getting rogered by beer bannered. He's none the wiser. But I think that, yeah, I understand that. And I suppose putting yourself in a situation where you you can have sex with other people might increase the, the, the probability. Yeah. But I think ultimately, wherever you go, there's all if you're gonna cheat you, you don't need to go to a swingers party to cheat no, 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 and, no, but, but, but no, that's what i'm saying so i take what you're saying but i think it would be about i suppose agreeing to go to a swingers party with a partner it, it's like you're you're allowing yourselves to cheat control but it's not i suppose ah. it's not cheating because you're having sex with other people but your partner is on board there's no deceit there's no deceit I, behind I, it I, I get that but going back to what you said at the beginning when it comes to sex or certain things when it comes to black people quite taboo yeah, like, yeah, how, yeah. Many bla- how many black couples can you imagine having that conversation darling but, like don't get me wrong your leg is good but i want to do it with this person but, but this is it doing. this is the point sometimes it's not always about okay i want to sit down and tell you babes you know what like you can't really satisfy me it would be more a thing of well have you ever thought about or maybe i want to try or shall we do this together it would be i, I would imagine yeah, it would yeah, be that I, kind of conversation a lot of, but again if you and your partner in sync not in sync 
Mm. Your partner might take that as his ego's being crushed and just like, oh shit, I feel inadequate. And yeah, da-da-da. yeah, yeah. And I think men definitely, you know, if you the, yeah, the mere really. mention of another man's willy near you would send most men into. Dep- again, it depends on where you're at in your relationship and your maturity levels, your communication level, how you're communicating. If you're someone that's been in a relationship with someone and you've been very open from the get go, you're highly sexed or not yeah, even highly yeah, sexed. No, 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 no. See, this is he's not having it. He's like, no, 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 because we all know. We're one comment away from saying the wrong thing that completely yes. just shatters the foundations of our relationship. And I think this is why, for, especially with black people, it's kind of taboo because we know we can be quite lethal with the tongue. Where are the spells at the end of the day? So if I'm telling you, you ain't mashing me right, you ain't handling me right, of course, my heart, I feel like I'd just be shut up. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay, but, but, but Emerson, if someone says to you, yeah, you ain't mashing me right, well, of course, that's going to hit a nerve. But how about if a woman said to you, you know what, babes, I really like what you do. I like this, I like that, I like this. Uh-huh. Can you try this? That's this different. Yeah, that's a different like, approach. Course, and that's course, a but... mature conversation that I like what you do, mm. but I want you to do it just a little bit better. Even flip it, like, is there anything that I can do for you yeah, that yeah, would be better? Then that's a conversation. I... No one's getting hurt. I'm not dissing you. I'm not trying to beat but your again, ego. But again, some people just can't have them conversations. Because True. But then I would say, if you can't have those kind of conversations, then you the might want to question relationships. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Because relationships are about communicating. And sometimes you're going to hear things that you don't want to hear. Oh. And it's it's how you want to move with it. I mean, even forget, take swinging out of the equation. You might like to give your girl doggy style. She might not particularly like that so the moment she turns around and says to you babe you know what i don't really like that you're going to get offended anyway so there's always going to be room to kind of get upset yeah, in relationships yeah. so it's about being able to communicate and to be able to take on board like just situations adults if you're going to be adult about having sex then you need to be adult about the conversation that might come course, with it course, it's not always going to be banging of course of course of you course. know but like i said i think a lot of people think they've got the maturity for them kind of yeah and they haven't. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't. And I suppose something like swinging would, would expose that, I suppose, if you're not mature. Right, right. Then, and yeah. then this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. think about it. She said to you that you're not laying around. Right. And then she said to you, all right, but can we try this? Let's go to this. Yeah, well, like, that's just wrong, isn't it? No, no, but then you go there now, and then she do the thing with the next guy or couple guys, and you're there. And she's making noises or, or squirting. And you're freaking what? Or oh, you can hear this. her telling you that you don't do me right, babe. Yeah, all right. You see what I'm <laughs> yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Again, you'd have to be at a certain level of maturity because number one, you can't just tell your man you ain't doing me right. You can't say it like that, number one. Yeah, and then in the next breath, be talking about let's go to a swingers party. Like it, it, it shouldn't follow like that. But unfortunately, it does. That's listen, deep. listen, listen, listen. That's deep. I, when I, I've been to certain parties and I've seen who's the dominant one in the relationship. Is it often the woman? Yeah. Mm. The man is meek and just timid. Just there. Poor Tig. Poor Tig. Oh, poor Tig. Stop it. But you know, sometimes people separate. Some people don't attach emotion to sex. So if you're someone that can do sex without emotion, then it'd be quite easy for you to go to a swingers party and have sex and go back to your man or your woman and feel no way. You see that there? That's just a car crash waiting to happen. But why is it if someone doesn't attach emotion to sex? What happens is when people are operating in that way, they're numb. They are numb. And then all it's going to take is someone to touch you how they would normally touch you, but it's just not touching you the right way. And then you just flip out. Like, 
it's, mm. like I said, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. I suppose. I, I just think humans and the way we are, it's just so, there's just not one way. Like, you know, we, we look at things through our own eyes and our own experiences and we think, nah, that could never work. And for the most part, like I said, you, you know, you no longer swing. So being in a relationship, you couldn't even entertain the idea of swinging. You wouldn't want to go swinging with your woman. Right? Exactly. But there are people that do. It's yours, but there are people that do. And I think we have to kind of sometimes take a step back and think, even though it's not for us, it is for them. And if it's working, go on. Okay. So I I totally take on board that it's working. But okay, I want to bring you to the point where I said, this is not for me, though. Okay. So I think with men, when it comes to sex, sex inflates our ego, especially if we know that, oh, we've got a big thing or I made a bus or I can do. Thing. So I remember I was talking to one of my boys just off the cuff saying, you know what, I go to swingers party, I did it over there. Me thinking that he's going to give me props. The man looked me dead in the eye and he goes, brother, I don't rate you for that. I said, what do you mean? He's like, bro, all you're doing is just basically reverse slavery. That's what you're doing. Ooh. And I don't know, that just hit me differently because he, okay. he had a point. I, what, what, what does he mean? So, for example, I said to him that I went to, say, the Black Man's Fan Club. Ah. So okay. obviously I'm going there just and rogering mainly say white women in that respect there. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong, it's like as I said before, I've had sex with black women at these parties before, but mm-hmm. in say for this instance. But he was just like, bro, you're just doing like what they did to our women, but you're just it's like a role reversal. And I was just like, I didn't read I didn't I've never obviously beat it because as you said, it's a reality, it's escapism. Mm. But when he said that, it's like I felt like he planted a seed. So then when I went to that the last one I ever went to, and then that situation happened, what I told you about before, the, 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 the husband and I was smoking my cigarette, I said, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm really? done. So- and, then, and then I felt even more vindicated after that because someone died at that particular party. Not that one I went to, but a few weeks later. Oh, I my said, goodness. Yeah, yeah, they died How in did- the swim. They drowned in the swimming pool there. And I just said, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. That's oh my cool. god, that sounds like the, the is it the Barrymore story? Remember that? <laughs> remember, remember like the, the, yeah, that yeah. was at his house. That was at his house, yeah, isn't house, it? Like, yeah. Oh my so, god. Yeah, yeah. And it was in the press. It was in the press. It was in the newspaper. Oh wow. So you were at them yeah. prolific parties, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fucker, yeah. <laughs> that is great. That is crazy. So, would you say that it was a combination of what your boy said to you, as well as just maybe the yeah. realization? Of... And as I said, like I started to question myself. Like mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying to you. Like, is this what is this what my life is about? Is this what I, I work hard from nine to five, and then Saturday I explore this vice, and then it becomes a lifestyle? Is that is that what I'm about? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. No. But as a as a single man, you were single at the time, right? So. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just presu- I'm presuming so yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so if you weren't single you were low-key about this okay something like that okay you see now that's where i have the problem you okay. see where the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, course, course, if you're if, if you're in a relationship and you know that you cannot talk about this with your woman mm-hmm. then that's not something you should be doing otherwise course, that's cheap but at the same time i do appreciate people do cheat and i'm not one to judge i don't judge yeah whatever yeah. you do right that's up to you 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 make your decisions you run with it you take the consequence you the fallout Mm. is all on you i'm not here to judge anybody on anything but what i will say is if you know that you're deceiving your woman then i feel like the pang 
of guilt together with what your friend's telling you, that's more of the thing. Because if yeah. your mom was like, you know what, babes, it's cool, we can do this together, then you might not have seen it as such a kind of sordid thing. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? That's more than that's more than valid. But again, I think that would be no. Because like I said, my woman is my woman. Yeah. I mean, you still might not want to, to, to do it with her. But what I'm saying is it, because it, you were doing it all under cloak and dagger. Dagger. Yeah. yeah. So there was a little bit of sordidity behind yeah, it. You know what I'm saying? So that could have added to, I suppose, because I suppose people do feel a little bit of shame as well uh, behind um, swinging because of the stigma and, and the yeah. fact that people will still do judge. Um, there's still huge presumptions around what swingers do and who swingers are as people. Oh. We can't, you can't draw a conclusion on a person's personality because of what they do sexually, but people oh. do, you yeah. know? Okay, so just like that whole thing about the, the reverse slavery, I find that really interesting, you know, because yeah. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree, but I can see where he was coming from. Yeah, it, it goes back to what you were saying at the beginning, the whole fit, the fetish. It's been fetishised, yeah. 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 And when he said that, I just felt like, and I think you're right, coupled with the other things, mm. it's just like, yeah, the penny dropped, and I was just like, yeah, I, I think I checked, I, I mentally checked out, I'm done, I'm done. How did you find yourself in this mm, swing? Yeah, well? so I had a friend that was on in the scene, and probably big about, uh, I wouldn't say big time. Single yeah. boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Single. Yeah, they share. And I said, you know what? I want to come. I want to come. And I never forget the first one I went to. It was the whole classic fishbowl. There was different dynamics going on. And I remember, yeah, I, I indulged in certain things that night. And I remember at the end of it, I felt I felt like I was a rabbit in, in the headlights. <laughs> and, and I was just there, like, questioning, like, what the fuck just, like, happened? Were you yeah, turned like, on? Was I turned on? I feel like you must have been. Yeah, I think yeah. to an extent, to yeah. an extent I was, but it was a part of me like, oh my God, did I really, did I really? Yeah. And then it's just, and then there was this thing of, right, I want to do that again. Mm. And, and then I started to go more and more to different ones. And then the next week, you know, like, yeah, this is it's, my thing. It's almost like real life porn, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. did you find yourself engaging in stuff that maybe you had only imagined doing? Yes and no, in the sense of like when you've got because there's there'll be there's been times when I've had an audience and I'm like, I'm like and I've had that and I've had that performance flop man I never forget one time oh, no. yeah that one and I, and I was funny enough I was with this black girl and and there was an audience and really? yeah I just just did not deliver the, I was I was I had stage fright because oh, people really? oh, did you go did you go soft. Yeah, then, oh, I yeah, remember, yeah, I never forget the woman just looking at me like that. Sorry, the fuck up. Like, so from that, I was just like, never again, never again. No audience. And then, yeah. and then I remember there was another one I went to, and I was chopping the wife of, of a guy, and there was an audience. And I just said, I remember what happened the last time I said, nah, and yeah. I just went in. I went in, and I remember like people there going, oh, Oh my gosh, well, yeah. he's going to hurt her. Stop him. Stop, her. Stop him. His big there. black cock is going to impale her. <laughs> but it was bad because you'd like see the couples, they're holding hands, they're all smiling. They're all excited. Like, they? And I'm thinking, bro, like, get him next. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's on the list. Put him on the list, yeah, darling. I like, I like that one. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. We like what he did over there. Fantastic. Yeah, Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. So, you know, it's important though. It's important that we kind of just, I feel like we should just mention, okay, you had a little bit of stage fright, but the reality is men cannot always stay hard. Like various uh, things can uh. just 
flop your shit, basically. Yeah, and then on the flip side, there are things that can make you hard as anything. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. I wasn't going to tell you this. Okay, go, go, go. But Run it. If there's any guys listed on this show, never, ever take a Viagra and then oh. drink a Magnum. Oh, no. <laughs> Do they cancel each other out? No. It just, they, they basically, um yeah. And you're just bam, 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 what? bam, bam. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then you just can't come. Really? You just have a mad headache. So, yeah. Oh, no, I'll that's never, not good. I'd never, ever do that. So, man, them. <laughs> no Viagra and Magnum. Yeah. Don't One or the other. Yeah. 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 Mm. But again, it goes it goes back to what I was saying in terms of the whole stage fright thing. Like, especially, like, for the first time, you might be entertaining a woman. You want to make sure, rah, I lend her good flesh. She'll come back, come back mm. for more. And I think you're like, yeah, should I give her the full hundred? And da, 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 da. So all of these things come into play. Well, you, you talk about that. I think uh, quite often men get thrown when they think they're coming in to give the woman the full hundred and when they actually get 200 back and then they find themselves in the corner at home thinking, I can't stop thinking about this woman. What, <laughs> did, what did she do to me? What did she do to me when you went in with the sole intention of making her do that, but she flipped it on you and it's now you in the listen, corner. Listen. Do you know how humbling that is? I can, like, I can imagine. I can imagine. She just did this to me. What would she do? Like, you yeah. back to being like seven years yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. Just like, sitting like, on the bed, like, all like, oh. in a ball, curled up, like, oh my God. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Be there, done that, wore that t shirt. That is hilarious. <laughs> so, okay. So, I don't think, obviously, I mean, we touched slightly on the fact that you were actually in a relationship mm-hmm. when, you were, when you were sort of swinging and stuff. Do, do you think she ever had any inclination? <sighs> million dollar question maybe she did and she just she didn't say anything yeah just or if she did she might have been doing it herself you, wow. you know and then i think this is the difference between man and woman especially when it comes to the whole cheating thing when men cheat you change up our whole routine and pattern yeah, you start go gym stuff. get trimming a regular buy new guns whereas with women you know just carry yeah, those people like do, 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 do. yeah it's mad it's true like a woman if she don't want to get caught she ain't never going to get caught yeah guys yeah. are sloppy yeah, we're bait. We're bait. Yeah. bait. It's bait. just crazy. Again, as I said, I'm not here to advocate for anything. I'm not here to judge anybody on anything. Okay, so I, I don't feel like, obviously, you can't really talk about swinging without talking about monogamy and non-monogamy. Yeah, you yeah. were in a monogamous relationship with mm. your girlfriend. She obviously thought it was just you and her. Yeah. But I think a lot of uh, people that swing do tend to have polyamorous relationships. So there's more than one person or they're just non-monogamous in that they're open to different situations. Sometimes you might find one party or both parties are bisexual so that, the, you know, swinging is another way of being able to explore that comfortably and controlled did you did you ever kind of get any uh situations where maybe not necessarily you but like maybe the man might have been like oh can we make this a three-way situation so i remember there was a couple a white couple and mm-hmm. i remember she said to me are you buying and i was like i was like no like and then oh, it kind of legitimate like, question no 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 it, but again levels of maturity yes yeah yeah this is a i was a young man 20 so when I'm when I was I'm like, obviously like, you talking to? Yeah. yeah and that just kind of just and this is what I'm saying to you about whole building rapport that just kind of just shut down the whole rapport because what my reaction was well nah man and I'm no dealer them since mm. there da, 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 da. whereas I think now if she'd asked you that no but you could like, have just said no that's yeah, not what exactly. I'm about yeah and right move on. exactly and yes. exactly yeah and this is what i'm saying to you about there's a level of maturity that you have to have when you go to these sort of things because oh I, I feel like i've done the whole array of emotions whether it's the fantasy like, yeah the stage fright like oh my god like what mm-hmm. the hell happened 
started having a moment of, you know, moral, my moral compass of like, no, brother, like, what are you doing, man? You're better than this, like, come out of this, them sin thing there, like, you know what I mean? So, but is it that you're better or is it that it's just, okay, this isn't really for me? I, okay, I, I, as I was saying to you off camera before, I feel um, when you're young, I do feel like we have, there are sexual needs or mm. sexual fantasies or fetishes that we have. And I just feel sometimes you just got to get them out of your, mm-hmm. out of your system and before you enter the next stages of your life where, I don't know, you're in a long-term relationship, you're having children or you're getting married because I just kind of feel if you don't get them out of your system, they will come into your relationship. Yeah. And the next mm-hmm. thing you know, you've woken up a Pandora's box and you've just mashed down the foundations that you were you were trying to build with somebody or with your family. I hear you. So do you think you've got it all out of your system now? Do you think you're good? There's nothing that you feel I need to do sexually that I can't do with another woman? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah? Like, I haven't been I haven't been to swing a party in like eight years, so that wow. I think that's that, yeah, that, that speaks but, volumes. Volumes, yeah. And I think again, it comes. It's 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 all about growth at the end of mm. the day. I don't know. It might have been different if I was single and like um back then, and do you know what I mean, or just not didn't know myself. Because I do think when you enter these things, you have to have a, a level of knowledge of of oneself. Yourself. Absolutely. And if you don't have that, this is what I'm saying to you, it can get really, really, really messy. Mm, I, I, just feel, I feel like when we, as humans, when we try to repress things, they come out in other ways, particularly for guys. I've yeah. seen it with certain guys over the years. They, they've been going through certain things, whether it's trauma, seat lies, or whatever. And then it just comes out in other ways. And mm. you know, it goes back to what you were saying before. Women, you lot will talk, but us, we internalize things. Don't want to mm-hmm. talk about it. And the next thing you know, you're in a bad place because you've mm-hmm. internalized whatever was going on. Yeah, it's true that yeah, there is definitely that difference between men and women. And uh, you know, I think it's important that men acknowledge that. You know, the fact that you've acknowledged that's a thing that's kind of set yeah. you on the right because you know yeah. that okay, I might not be the most articulate when it comes to my emotions, but I'm aware of it. Yeah. So you can kind of maybe backtrack a bit and 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 kind of maybe talk up more whereas some guys are completely in the dark and they don't they they can't even appreciate the fact that they can't articulate themselves Mm. and you know that can be problematic especially in in relationships like you need to be able to talk to one another uh but yeah um so okay i have to ask you it's not right if i don't ask you emerson what is the wildest thing you've ever done at a swingers party yeah i I think the wildest thing i think there's two there's two so then there was that situation with that couple and mm-hmm. me and the other guys and we were just just taking turns with this woman like and wow. you know and she and he was just there just meek and timid just he was just the, yeah and like, was he like and, jerking off or anything no and it's funny because i've seen guys who be like i say Faka, Faka, yeah, yeah yeah that's how i was kinda... but no not this guy not this guy at all and then as i said that place had a swimming pool so you know, getting blows in the swimming pool and just, just yeah, you know. Okay. Mm, mm. So you really fulfilled, would you say you fulfilled most of your fantasies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I think we've all got fantasies mm. and we all look for ways to deal with them fantasies or some more than others. Mm. I, I feel like I did mine in I, which I perceived in a, in a healthy way. Someone, some people might say, "Well, no, this is not healthy. You need help or something like that." But mm-hmm. as I said, I have been to the swingers party in eight years. So that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I've been there, done that, worn that t-shirt. We're good. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. So, okay. So, if wifey said to you now, if you've got a woman or whatever, and she said to you, you know what, 
I haven't had the opportunity to explore myself. I really feel like I want to explore what it'd be like to be with a woman, but I want you to be part of that, Emerson. And the only way I feel we can do that is maybe at a swingers party, would you be tempted? Yes, I'd actually, I'd be, I'd be lying to you if I said I wouldn't be. Is that because it's a woman? It's because it's another woman? Yeah, because I've done the whole battery thing with the man there. Mm. I look, look, let's just keep it one. I've done that. But again, there's no desire now because I kind of feel like if you're my woman, you're my woman. I don't want to share you like that. And I know, I know that goes with, I don't want to share you with no man and I don't want to share you with no woman. What so that's what I'm saying. So if she if she said that she wanted to explore being with a woman, but she wanted yeah. you to be there, so let's do the swingers party. Because obviously that some people do swingers you know because they want... I think sometimes people's eyes are bigger than their belly. So mm-hmm. they're taught to talk like this. Oh yeah, I want to do this, and then you put them in the in the environment, and then they just they just recall because they're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, this is too much. So I said, you know what? I think I'd I'd I'd, I'd, I'd play like a jest and say, all right, then come, let's go, let's go, let's see, let's let let's see, let's see if you if this is what can handle it. Yeah, and then just take it from there. But I don't know, man. I just like to think, like I said, if you're my wife, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's different if like you're my That's link or yeah. or that and we're both inclined like that but when it's my wife awesome. but what's the difference because surely with your wife no, you want to be able to do uh, everything with your wife if I, you're my wife I've, I've said vows you've said vows yeah we've gone in the convent of God and you know proclaimed these vows to one another you see what I'm saying I just hmm. feel like us doing going to that and things popping off we're just shitting on what was the point what was but the point? are you though are you I mean I know obviously that's how you feel and I, I'm not trying to change your mind and I'm not saying that I feel anything different to what you're saying but for some people yeah it's not about the vows because the vows is about being the vows is about being true to one another keeping it real keeping it 100 so if we're talking about it and we're doing it together then there's no one being deceived here until death do us part still and for better or for worse yeah, still yeah, but yeah. we're doing it together do you know what I'm saying when judgment day come and the Lord says, so yes, Emerson, you and your wife, you, you went to a swingers party. How do I, how do I answer that? Tell God's me. about to spudge you, bruh. God's nah, about nah, to say, nah, listen, nah, nah, God, God's out. about to tell you, you know what? You uh, made sure your woman was happy and you, there was uh, nothing. There was no infidelity. Uh, Y'all was good. That's what God's going to tell you. <laughs> I don't think so. For all nah, my Christian don't. followers, that was just a joke. That was <laughs> yeah, a joke. put that caveat Let out. Let me just say, I am very God-fearing, just by the way. Just so, uh, yeah, no no, no lightning or anything, please. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but um, no, no jokes aside. I think um, I hear what you're saying. And I think when you take vows, and even in long-term relationships, because sometimes people are together for years, they don't get married, but they still, they're as good as yeah, married, right? right? Yeah. So you respect the boundary. But I just think whilst it's not for us, it might not be for us, it might not be for you, it might not be for him or for her. Mm-hmm. For some people, this is what saves relationships. This is what keeps relationships alive. This is what is needed in order for someone to feel complete sexually. Because I think sexuality, as I said before, it's like the spectrum of sexuality. It ebbs and it flows. Yeah. And sometimes you might feel like this. Sometimes you might feel like that. Sometimes you might want a bit of that. Sometimes you want to... And some people are more in tune to that than others. So I feel like if you're with someone and you're both on that wave, do what you've got to do. No, listen, listen, listen. What, what work might work for for A might not work for B. And I, and I respect that. Mm. I think because I've dipped my toe in it a couple of times, saw certain things experience certain things and I'm just like nah 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 good don't get me wrong I encourage all couples 
or even individuals. You have to know yourself. You've got to see what works for you and what don't work for you. But I just think like with everything in life, there is a cutoff point. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think some people forget that. Yeah. No, I agree. There's got to be boundaries in life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you're just wayward. You're just out here doing what the hell you like. And, and this is not... the thing. And, I will, and that's what I'm saying. I think throughout that whole tenor, me going to them parties, I was conflicted because I liked it, but I didn't, un- I didn't understand why they liked it, if that makes sense. Why but they... is it for you to understand why they like it though? Isn't it just about pleasing you? Yes, but again, we, as we all know, with ejaculation, whether it's female ejaculation or male ejaculation, it's the most sort of how can I say uh, um, sobering thing. Mm. After you bust a nut, you've had you have the wickedest clarity. Clarity, yeah. and then uh, that's what I'm saying. Like a couple of times when I bust a nut at them places, I'm just like, oh, like you know, like, what am I doing? Yeah, is this what I'm about? Is this what I'm about? You know, I, I think the mere fact that I've come on today and put on a shade and a hat speaks volumes, and that's and that's more particularly because I've 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 I've, I've, I've I have a child, and you have to be careful. You respect but, that, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Next I you understand go, that, you know. You, you, you pick me come on, online. Daddy, I heard you. Was, this, 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 how old is your How old is your child? Nah, he's young, man. He's a toddler, man. So yeah, but when it comes down to it, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're right. So uh, you said at the beginning. I just think if if, if we're talking about black people and it comes to sex, man, like we can have that kind of stiff upper lift when it comes. Mm. To, don't get twisted. We're the most greasiest and nastiest people when it comes to Mister. them. Right. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying it's like, why is worse? Like, is it worse to just be out here and swinging in a controlled environment or just being a dog and claiming that you're with one woman and you've got like six or seven other gal running around thinking that they're in a relationship with you and, and that kind of thing and vice versa okay. when it comes to women? Why is worse, really? There's pros and cons to both of them. And and I get and again it comes down to the ideals that you sub- subscribe to, in a sense of you might feel like well boy to just have one partner is just the European ideal. Whereas if you look at other cultures, they got multiple partners. So again, you've got to f- find the shoe or the cap that fits rightly for you at the end of the day. Hmm. Because I just like with anything in life, there's pros and cons. Definitely, you, you receive man that take coke every day, but they're full functioning, yeah, fully yeah. functioning. But you know a man that smoked one zoo and he's now poor things in a mental home. Do you see what I'm saying? So, real. So real. it's all pigs and troughs. You've got to find what's right for you, what's the right path for you at the end of the day. I completely agree. I completely agree. Wow, that's interesting. That is interesting. So, I mean, obviously I'm conscious of the time, but um, what... I don't know. What would you say to someone that is is considering dipping their toe into the swingers world? Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. I just think in life you can't have no regrets, and mm. this is what I'm saying. If you if that's something you want to do, go and check it out because I just feel like if you don't do it, it's gonna come out in some next way. In so some you, way. you might be watching a porn, and then two twos you're trying to bust the moves on the porn, but your woman not inclined like that. Next thing you yeah. know, they're struggling to pull tickets. Like, ah, what are you no doing? Co- yeah. yeah, you ain't got no code word. You ain't got that. Like, Ex- exactly. Oh not happy to say milkshake, milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're being strangled, you can't even find the words milkshake. Right. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you're not strangling me properly. Like, what you do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. So I suppose it will allow someone to kind of um, explore mm-hmm. themselves, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, like I said, you've got to find yourself. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to say to you, no, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. 
and and see what works for you. But like I said, there's a cutoff point for everything in this life. Definitely. And one last thing: How do you think people in couples deal with jealousy? You know, because I know you spoke a lot about I couldn't have my woman doing it because obviously you don't want no other man going in there. Yeah. Fine, respect that. Mm-hmm. But how do you think these other couples cope, especially the in your words, the meek men that are blatantly, you know, there because their woman wants to be there, not necessarily because they do. All right, so I think this comes into the whole talk. I feel like right now there's this whole talk a lot about toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's toxic masculinity. I don't think there's enough masculinity generally. So I think with these guys there, they've kind of forgotten how to sort of exhibit those maybe their masculine traits that maybe their partner was attracted to them in the first instance right and i think and i think then there it's for them to sort of put their foot down no one in this world can't say that they're they're not jealous we all oh it's a natural human emotion it's how you deal with it Mm. going forward is, is is the question and i just feel like if you feel like you've got a good relationship with your partner you can talk with things openly and you can find solutions to certain things then you're good but a lot of us don't know how to deal with the envy or the jealousy. We let it eat us, eat it up. And mm-hmm. like I said, and this is what I'm saying to you, like, if you feel, you, I feel like with the whole swingers thing, it can bring you back down to life in a heartbeat. Because like I said to you earlier before, you take your woman there, because this is how it normally starts. You two will go as a couple. You won't, you, you won't do nothing with other couples. You'll be voyeurs and you're there watching, watching, watching. Watch. As more and more you start to go on, you start to feel comfortable. So then you start go. It will then go to a point where you two are having sex, but you will let other people watch. Then two twos now. One of the couple will say, "Look, I want to sex that guy, or I want to sex that woman." Boom, boom, boom. As I said, you might think, "Yeah, I laid my woman down good, 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 good." Next thing you know, she's squirted or she's making noises that she don't make for you. It will make you question your. Whole, your whole like your whole purpose with this relationship or you as a person you think your inadequacy and that's what I'm saying is that a road that you want to go down I suppose you've got to be prepared for that and again I suppose yeah. if you're if you are a couple then you would have to be able to sit down and talk about that again I mean you mentioned squirting sometimes squirting it doesn't necessarily it doesn't it's not dependent on pleasure a lot mm. of the time but obviously we know that a lot of men sorry to say wouldn't take it like that they would say oh my god my woman she's squirting for somebody else like she doesn't do that for me they wouldn't see it as okay well he might just hit in a different angle doesn't necessarily mean no. he, he pleased he, her better a man is feeling threatened because yeah. he can't do that exactly. and then he'll start to question bro have i not got the, the faculties got to, yeah yeah i've got the mineral like the mineral <laughs> listen we've all been there we've all been in that situation where you think yeah man i'm laying your leg it's like well babe you're not really you're not kidding. really like, <laughs> yeah it's humble you know when you go to to a swingers party there's that whole possibility that could happen but it's just magnified because you're in the swingers venue you see what I'm saying wow wow well I mean to say you've lived it is a lot more than what a lot of people can say you know you've been there you've got the t-shirt you don't want the t-shirt anymore it's no. now in the back of the cupboard do you know what I mean and and that's that's fine but um yeah that's really interesting Emerson that's really really interesting it's interesting to hear it from the perspective of a black man as well but another thing I just want to touch on before we wrap it up and yeah yeah what I'm saying I feel anything anything can be dangerous in life mm. but I just think when it comes to black males it's there's always a fully loaded gun when it comes to us. And I, and, I say, and I use the gun metaphorically in the sense of we are very much, everybody wants us, but mm-hmm. no one wants to be like us, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. They want, they want everything truth, that you've got. But, but don't want to actually mm-hmm. be us. And I just feel sometimes as well when it comes to sex, it's a slip. Because there's, you know, as you said, there's these, these, 
these ideas, these perceived ideas about mm-hmm. us and this, that, and the other. How many times have black males been put in situations where, you know, they've indulged in sexual activities with particularly women from other races, and the next thing you know, they're calling out rape and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You don't really hear it happening to other men from yeah. other races. It's always us. And it's because of these stereotypes of, yeah, we're supposed to be athletic, good in bed, and rare, rare, rare. And you also... We've got heart and we've got heart, we've got emotions as well. Of course. Of course, yeah. And you know, it's easy to forget that when you're dealing with stereotypes, people don't appreciate the person. They just go the thing, you know, what you are. You are a black man. I'm not really interested in how you feel, your family, your life, you do. Right here in this moment, you're a black man, you've got a big dick. Sexually, you're supposed to do me right. And if you don't do that, then it's a problem. But also, I think um, it's it's interesting you mentioned that because, um, and this is a whole different subject, but that when men when black men get drawn out for sexual abuse and sexual situations that kind of go left Mm -hmm. that to me especially when it's dealing with women from other races there's elements of shame on their part there's elements of uh, control on their part often you'll hear that the guy might not have uh responded or behaved afterwards in a way that she felt was yeah. right whether it's like not really interested or don't really follow up you, you ain't getting a text the next morning whatever it is so then it's easy to say well you're not you're not treating me right so I'm gonna fuck you up basically so there's a lot of that and as I say it's a massive that's a massive subject uh yeah that's just a big <laughs> that's a big area uh that I don't feel particularly comfortable talking about because I have my my opinions mm. but i don't know if that's just because i'm here for the black man do you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm here for the black i don't, don't want to make this i'm here for the black woman then as well all right because, no because no let's let's not lie about it certain man won't wave in that flag this yeah or, or, or they're scared to wave it i think a lot of no, black no, men are scared, scared to wave it what no no, no. I, you know what i've got so much ideas about that but you will know this and i will know this mm. When you grew up in Northwest, what you saw was growing up was black love. Am I lying? Right. So when you received things that deviated from that, it was kind of, well, for me, I was just kind of like, rah. Okay. And, 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 and when I try to tell people that, especially like people that are from not from Northwest, it's it's like, well, you know, you should love everybody. and <laughs> But it don't work like that. It don't work like that. Because mm. I don't hear them other races saying, yeah, man, love everybody. But yeah, another story. For it's true. Day. This is definitely a different uh, subject. An interesting one, but different. It's, mm. it's mm. different. And it's a lot. We'll be here all day. Like, mm. quite mm. literally, we'll yeah. be here mm. all day. Mm-hmm. So, Emerson, I just want to say thank you so much for your oh. insight. That was oh. juicy. That was so juicy. And I hope it's kind of uh, dispelled a few myths for people, given a little bit of food for thought for others, might want to d- indulge a little bit, might have been mm. thinking about it, maybe they don't want to. Yeah, I don't know if you want to give out your socials or anything like that. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good I have I'm to good. ask. You know, I mean, obviously, you're sharing your, your story. Yeah. You know, you might have a... But I, being obviously being anonymous, then, yeah, yeah. we're just going to leave it here. Yeah. But again, Sean, thank you for having me today, man. Uh, like I said, it's been a pleasure to come and have this conversation because I think it's a conversation that people need to hear. Definitely. And, you know, it's not really divulged in a lot. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank uh, you, Emerson. Take care. Take care.